happening? Welcome to One Big Topic with Mario Now Bros. I'm your host, Mario Piacquadio, joined today by IGN's own Parallax Stella. How you doing, Stella? Good. How are you? It's dude, it's getting hotter. It's it's terrible. It's getting hotter over here. <laughs> oh, I'm 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 here in Florida. I've been like burning up. Like you can make eggs oh on the God. on the on the concrete. It's the worst. <laughs> That sounds terrible. And it's and it's humid there too. Ah, uh, the worst. That's, it's like that's like an you, extra layer. <laughs> I sort of got you walk to your to your car and you're already like drenched in sweat and it's like oh, you've been out for no, three seconds. You. It's fun. Yeah. It, I hate it. I hate it. It's not fun at all. How are you though? I'm I'm glad to have you here on the show though. I'm very, very happy you but you're here. Yeah, I, I feel so bad. Um when you were talking to me, I, I'm calling myself out on this. All right, I'm calling myself out on this. Uh I, I totally missed his message. And he was like, I was like, yeah, yeah, so, so does next Monday or Tuesday work for you? I, Monday rolls around, and I completely miss it. And I'm just like, oh, my God, I am so sorry. <laughs> That's okay. Hey, I get it. It's busy. I, no issues. No hard feelings at all. Yeah. I'm, I'm calling myself out on it, though, because i got to get That's better fair. at reading my DMs. The, the, the uh, good DMs. I'm see. Here's the thing. The reason why I'm not mad at you is because I'm terrible about my DMs. Like, I'll see that somebody like DM me, and I'm like, yes, I'll respond that. And then four days go by, and I'm like. Oh, I forgot about that DM. Damn. And it's just, yeah. it's the worst. I feel you. I feel your yeah. pain. Then you go into this, this whole guilt cycle. You're just like, oh, oh yeah. Is it too late to reply? You're like delaying it in your own mind. <laughs> yeah. And it's just that the days go by and you're like, oh man, yes. I look worse by the minute. Yeah. 100%. So bad. 100%. So it's not, if in, just in case viewers of the show or people in my chat don't know who you are, what you're all about. Well, who are you, Stella? Give us a little, a little story on you. What do you do? Um, so I guess you could say I'm a gamer turned journalist. Uh, I work for IGN. I am a host producer uh, there. And I also um, am the lead on all Battle Royale news. So I work on I mainly work on like Apex news because that's been doing really well for us. Uh, but I also cover Fortnite and Warzone changes. So yeah, that's kind yeah. of what I do. <laughs> that's awesome. That's See, and, and that's a perfect leeway into, you know, the reason why I knew I wanted to have you on the show and I knew I wanted to, to talk to you specifically about what we're going to talk about. Because I've been playing Apex, I mean, truthfully, like, like seriously, probably since season two or three. Um, and I dropped it around maybe like season five, but I picked it up and it's it's really my main streaming game. It's what I'm playing most of the time. It's It's a game I'm super, super into. And then season nine rolled around or at least the announcements of it. And it, mm -hmm. you know, the, the connections to Titanfall 2 were stronger than ever. And it seems like they're taking the story even further and they're and they're really like focusing super deep on the lore. And I play with my frame, friend Emmett Watkins Jr. a lot. He loves Titanfall 2. He loves the lore. And I realized the more that I hear him speak about it, that I am totally lost on lore. <laughs> and the story behind it all. And... Knowing how much you know, how much of an encyclopedic knowledge you have on, on Apex and everything, I thought it would be the perfect idea for you to come on the show and not only tell me about it, catch me up on the lore with Season 9, who by the time of recording comes out tomorrow, it catch me up, catch the viewers up. I thought, it, I thought it'd be perfect. I, thought, I think it's like the perfect coalition. Yeah. Uh, well... There's a lot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, we actually, I actually helped produce um, a big like piece on um, like through the middle of season eight, I produced a big piece on like Apex Legends, the story so far. Um, it's, it's intense. So I guess uh, who's, who's your main, who's your main? Just out of curiosity. My main, most of my 
Apex career, if you can even call it that, um, was Lifeline. And recently I've been playing a lot of Bangalore. Oh, okay. Interesting. Um, so what's interesting is that with with Apex lore, it's not always just in the cinematics that they release. They even released a book, which I actually haven't read fully yet, but I've read like fact sheets and stuff from. Um, and they also release tweets with different comic pages that they actually commission, um, you know, uh, what is it? Uh, they, they commission through fans, which is really cool. That is really uh, cool. So they tell a different story that way. There was a there was a recent um, audio file that they recorded with a fan animation that they did uh, that was with Bangalore talking to Wraith and was talking about her heirloom because she took it off. Her, her heirloom is actually a pilot's data knife. Mm. Um, and Wraith, for her background, she actually used to be a, a pilot, a Titan pilot. Oh, cool. Uh, so, but she was experimented on, so now, which is why she has like these weird powers. Uh, she's been through different time cycles, and she recognizes that knife from Bangalore, and she says, "I can help you extract data on that. It can help find stuff from my past and your past." Um, but Bangalore seems to have a, a little bit of a grudge against Wraith, and I think it's because they were on the two different sides of the war. Oh, that's so. cool. Yeah. Ah. See, like That's a nice little tidbit. <laughs> it's it's so fascinating to me to like that I've played this game for for over a year now pretty consistently and how much stuff has sort of flown over my head um in the way like I I played Titanfall 2 and I played the story and I sort of know the you know the the, the main story there and I knew that Apex is in the universe and stuff but aside from a few of the cinematics like it all really has flown over my head. So the it it's A fascinating to talk to you and like see just how much you know like quickly like that. And B, it's it's so interesting that in in a game that's so not story focused, there's so much story there, you know, and it's like so so rich with characters with like deep backstories. Like I've always seen this the the characters, I'm like, oh they're cool and I like their personality when they're playing, but just no clue on the backstory. You know, like nothing. I think so. Oh man, um, there's so many characters, so many legends with cool backstories. Who's your? Let me ask yeah. you, who's your main? Oh, my main right now has been shifting between Gibraltar and uh, Octane. Okay. Octane because I like to go fast. Uh, Gibby's just really good for playing defensively for your friends. Um, it's man. So. Octane and Lifeline grew up together, and they're, like, really good friends. Um, he actually tricked her into making his new robotic legs, saying that he was uh, he was going to work at some new company that was going to help people, and then he just kind of bailed on her, and she was very mad at him. This was around uh, – this this happened – this reveal was around, like, season two, something like that. Uh, that's when Respawn started adding in, like, additional lore bits, and it was, like, a text message thread between them. It was really cute. That's great. Really mad at him. Yeah, so that showed, like – you know, before uh, they started the Apex games. Um, and then you even get more lore between them when they go to Olympus because they actually grew up on uh, Samanthi, which is the planet that Olympus is above. So Olympus is this, like, rich city that only the, the top percent, like, rich people could live in. Um, and it floated above Samanthi. Uh, if I'm remembering that correctly, I think I am. <laughs> I trust and, you. Uh, yeah, so they actually, in one of the season comics which um have you been doing the season quest comics and reading those 
Yeah, I take I take a glance at them. I haven't like super super gotten into it, but whenever I unlock one, I'm like I take a quick glance at it. I'm like, okay, that's cool. But then again, like since I'm not caught up on the beginning of it, a lot of it just kind of flies over my head. Yeah. So what's interesting is they choose different like care uh, legend arcs in those uh, comics. It started in season five, I believe, when Loba came in. Um, that's when the first quest came in, which was actually uh, single player or like multiplayer. You could actually go into a separate game mode and um, complete like these missions and you could get another piece of the comic, which is really cool. That is really cool. Uh, yeah. So that one focused on Loba. Um, but yeah, so I, if, if you go to sorry, I, I keep getting distracted. There's so no, no, no. no. There's lore. a there's a lot of lore. It's we can go yeah. in a thousand many different ways. That's OK. Just let it all out. Yeah, uh, just to finish up the Lifeline and Octane thing, um, when you go to, I, th I think it's, um, oh, what's that place? Bonsai Palace. When you go there mm. as Lifeline or Octane, they'll comment on how, oh, I didn't think we'd be get back here again ever since Silva, which is Octane, got us kicked out. And then Octane, when he goes there, he says, oh, try to keep me out now. You can't. <laughs> I love it. It's great. Yeah, so it kind of shows their personalities and, like, you know, what kind of trouble they got into. Yeah. Um, in a previous quest, I believe they went to Olympus um, to carry out a plan to grab, I, I think it was, like, a battery or something. It was something important to uh, finding out, helping Pathfinder find out more about his past. Uh, so they had to go to Olympus. And I think that's kind of where the events happened because there was a big explosion and they got kicked out. So Makes sense. Makes sense. Okay. Let me ask you. So the only backstory that I think I'd like would know, and it's because it's, it's the first cinematic that I remember like watching and like actually like being super into would be, hey, Oh, <laughs> they just jump in whenever they feel like it. Oh my God. <laughs> there, you'll see a lot of activity in the background right now. I'll tell you people who watch the show know the cats are, they kind of make a mess all over all the time. Um, <laughs> the only one that I truly know is, um, Revenant and a little bit of Loba because when, when they did the Revenant announcement, I remember watching that cinematic and thinking it was really, really cool. And at the time being naive and being like, oh, I love how they're focusing more on story, but they've probably been doing that. I just didn't know. Um, and, and yeah, so I, I, that's the only backstory that I would say I'm like, I know. And I, and I think. And I mean, I truly only know what whatever was shown in the in the cinematic, but I at least understand that. So when I when I'm playing as Revenant, or I have somebody that's playing as Revenant and Loba, I understand that they have beef and they have history and all that. Um, so if if I were to ask you, like, what's like your favorite backstory of any character in in Apex? What what would you say? Oh, look at that! Now your cat's in the background. Look yeah, at my that. cat's here. All the cats <laughs> love it. Um, that's tough. I'm sure that's honestly, a tough question to answer. Yeah, I don't know. Um, oof. I mean, probably I. Okay. Well, if we're talking about in, uh, in terms of Apex and the way that they've revealed it, I honestly think that Loba being revealed was a mm. was a pretty big story. So for me, I think that it's probably Revenant because Revenant really, so they didn't really start to do much with the story until uh, they brought Revenant in. I, I feel like that's when they really started focusing on like, oh, maybe we should have like more of a narrative that's happening behind the scenes. Um, I mean, they kind of did with the way that they introduced Crypto, which showed him in Angel City, which was in, a, in his cinematic. He lived in Angel City, which if uh, you guys don't know, um, that is a map in Titanfall 1 and 2. 
Mm. Um, so it's one of it's one of those like districts, um, and and it's not it's not one of those rich districts. So a lot of people were kind of living, um, like there were a lot of dirty apartments and stuff. <laughs> a lot of shady stuff but, happening. Yeah, so it's like you see that and you're just like, oh, wow, that's a throwback to Italian follow. That's cool. So instead of putting in like little sprinkles of the past game, they actually kind of threw it all in when they brought Revenant in. So mm. Revenant is a simulacrum pilot, which um, he, he did not agree to, by the way. Uh, so that's kind of what Ash is. So Ash and other robotic Titan or Titan pilots were introduced in Titanfall 2, where even in the multiplayer, you could choose to be a simulacrum pilot um just because like it's it's better for training you know you don't if you die it's fine it's just like a copy of a consciousness in a body right mm. um so when they brought revenant out i was like oh that's so cool i recognize that also when they revealed him they had on a flash of a screen there was ash there as well they revealed ash too that's great so that, yeah it's really cool um so when they were teasing revenant's trailer uh they showed you know, him just massacring this huge, like, area, right? Like, this, this huge party. So what they did was they showed this little girl and her family sitting down for dinner, and her father presents her with the wolf staff. And everyone's like, wait. Loba means wolf, and he gave her a wolf staff. Is that Loba? Genius. And she had been, yeah, she had been this, like, data mined, like, leaked character for a while, but people weren't quite sure how she tied into the games. So when she was like slightly revealed that way, I was like, oh my God, no way. That's so cool. Mm. And the way that they revealed Revenant, like, you know, he clearly didn't know that he was not human anymore. Um, even though, so, so the way that simulacrum pilots work is that they are given like, like he has a little, he has a little scarf and like a headband. They're given things to make them feel like they're human. So in the multiplayer in Titanfall 2, some pilots might have like a like a ponytail or like a hat or like mm. uh, a scarf, something to remind them of like them being human so they don't get thrown out of the simulation, right? So yeah. he had that and then when that started and he his uh something started shortcutting, he looked beyond all that and he realized that he'd been kept alive for centuries or for years and that's when he went on his murder spree. <laughs> you know, why not? I've been alive for all these years, might as well just let loose, I guess. Yeah. Um, then Respawn just confirmed that that little girl was Loba by starting off from where that cinematic left off, where she was looking up angrily from her father's body and just starting the cinematic from there. And everyone's like, oh, my God, you guys really had this planned out from the start. That's great. So it, I loved. I think I love their backstories because they're the first two characters to really have beef with each other. Like, yeah, true beef outside of the games. And it's great whenever they play together. Whenever you have a team with a with a Revenant and a Loba, because they are always bickering nonstop, and they're like That's telling so each mean. other that they're gonna kill each other. <laughs> and you're like, like you you say thank you, and it's like I hate you. And I'm like, wait, I yeah. I told him to say thank you. That's not what I wanted to hear. Yeah, there's one line that Revenant says. It's like didn't your parents teach you any manners and you're just like oh, oh my god dude <laughs> dude we're <laughs> like, a team we have we gotta have teamwork here yeah <laughs> i love it i love it and now correct me if i'm wrong but the new character that they're like revealing uh valkyrie that you know they've been teasing comes out tomorrow um at least from what i would understand she's she's the character to have like the strongest connection to titanfall right Yes, like a, a so it, it's interesting because 
Pathfinder technically right now um, has the strongest connection to Titanfall because he was alive during the Titanfall 2 events. Mm. Um, but now that Valkyrie's here, she has a direct tie to Titanfall 2 um, because she's the pilot of Viper. Or she's the, sorry, she's, she's the daughter of the pilot Viper mm. um, who was part of Blisk's uh, Apex Predators faction. Yeah, that's and... one of the that's one of the bosses in Titanfall too, right? Yes, one of the most famous bosses because everyone loved like his presentation. He was just he was the first like Titan that could fly, and he's zipping around like taking down ships by himself. And you're just like, oh my god, what do I do? <laughs> yeah, like oh, this is this guy's out of my league. Yeah, also he was the first boss in the campaign that was actually a little bit harder, uh, especially if you're playing on a harder difficulty. The difficulty just kind of ramped up there. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it's so interesting, though, because we get this little, like, boss fight clip of him, and that's our interaction with him, and we kill him, right? Because he was about to kill our Titan, so we kill him. Um, and then now, all these years later, we realize, oh, this is his Oh, I'm so I didn't mean to kill your dad. <laughs> My I'm bad. I'm so sorry about it that. It was a yeah. miscommunication <laughs> thing. I didn't, you know. It was him or me. For yeah, sure. It, it's, it's, it's funny. Yeah, go ahead. Even respawn. Even Respawn said, um, so some devs said, yeah, and it's your fault. <laughs> Whoops. So you don't have a choice. Come on, man. <laughs> I had to do it. Otherwise, the game would keep going. That's great. I love that. And I this might be like the, the silliest question, but exactly how, like, what is the, ti the, the, the timeline in the Titanfall, like, universe? So in the Titanfall universe, um, Titanfall 2 happened 30 years before the Apex Games started. 30 years, so, got it. Yeah, so there's 30 years. Um, so that gives, uh, oh, sorry, that gives Valkyrie plenty of time to grow up. And yes. uh, yeah, so now she's she's back. She feels ready. Uh, she's trained. And love she's, it. yeah, she's just going to come in and try to keep preserve her father's legacy. I love it. She, first of all, looks really, really fun to play. Like, I'm, I'm super, super excited to try her out. And her whole like ab abilities are basically like repurposed Titan parts, right? It, I, I think that's sort of what I gathered from the from the trailer and whatnot. Yeah, so she's been so I think actually quite a few seasons ago, they uh, devs when they released Rampart, they had this wallpaper of her, and in the background you can actually see the North Star Titan that Viper flew in the background, and you can see Ooh. the blueprints for her flight kit in the background. Um, so it's really cool because now we know what those are. And we're looking at it like, how could we miss this? <laughs> it's right there. It's like, this was so obvious. Yeah. So we can assume that Rampart has known that Rampart has known uh, Valkyrie for quite some time. They've been working together. So they'll, they'll probably have some cool voice lines, like acknowledging that if they're together on a team. Mm -hmm. I like that. I like that. Okay. So let me see. Are there any big characters that I like that we haven't covered? That okay. <laughs> let me ask you this: What other characters have connections, like as strong or weak? Because, for example, I didn't even know that Pathfinder had any sort of connection to Titanfall and the Titanfall lore and universe. Are there any other characters that have like a connection to the games in any cool, nifty way like that? Um. Well, Pathfinder's backstory links him to Titanfall two. Just to, so, as far as we know, it links him to Titanfall two because of the way. Like, he was actually alive and functioning, or alive, um, when he was giving the news. It shows in a flash of his backstory cinematic. Um, there's a scene of, oh my god, what was the planet? 
it was it was the planet at the end of um oh my god what hold on i gotta look this up it's gonna bother me (laughs) (laughs) it's okay um it's the end it's typhon yes typhon Mm. um so you can actually see that planet explode so he was alive he was he was fully assembled for that moment and he was delivering like the news channel like the the weather on the news love it yeah why not you see that and you're just like oh wow so he was okay so he was like a functioning robot 30 years ago so that means he had to be alive during the events of titanfall right so that, okay. that's like the yeah that's like the tie-in it's not quite direct but you know he's but he, been it's like a nice little wink and nod that he was there he was hanging out yeah he was also actually there at the restaurant where revenant uh murdered lobo's family um as played back through some of the tapes on his uh body he he was actually Fun alive fact. there and he was he was working there as the uh dishwasher i guess <laughs> which yeah really why not a robot dishwasher <laughs> why not yeah it's really cool i love it um, i love it I think Wraith and Bangalore definitely tie into Titanfall. It's less like, oh, they're from this cool lineage, right? But uh, Bangalore was technically, if you if you play Titanfall, um, there there are these grunts like the basic military that follows you, pilots, because pilots are these elite uh, fighters. Right. Um, she was technically a grunt in in the military, but I guess she got bumped up in rank. Um, so, and I think she was militia. I think because. Uh, technically, Wraith was part of the IMC, and they started doing experiments on her. Um, one of the technologies that you had with um, with Titanfall was that you could phase, which is kind of her ability. But it was mm. timed, and you couldn't do it. Like You couldn't do it for too long, but with her, they wanted to elongate it, I guess. They wanted to, to make portals, which was something we'd never seen before. Right. So, yeah. So that's, that's kind cool. of what those ties are, yeah. Right, 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 right. Okay, okay. Uh, I know you sort of like glanced over it, but just because I love her so much, what's Lifeline's story? <laughs> like, I she's my favorite character, and she's some like I play her a lot, and I just love her vibe. I want to know all about her. Please tell me she had a great childhood, and she was she was <laughs> hanging out. Um, yeah, I think she had a re- so if I remember this correctly, she had a pretty decent childhood. Um, her parents grew up very rich, so she was you know. She could do whatever she wanted. Um, I actually found out. I was like, wait, why did they? So I was very curious. I was like, why did they make her heirlooms drumsticks, right? She plays right. in a band. She plays uh, in a band. Of course she does. That's I so love cool. It. Yeah. So now her drop emote where she's like playing the, the drum. Yeah. Like that totally makes sense. That's great. And, and that, that. that skin of her where she's like in a punk rock band outfit, that also yes. makes a lot of sense. It's per- yeah. It's so cool. I've seen so much fan art of that. Um, actually, in one of the loading screens, I believe, if you look to... Uh, if you look in the background, it has like a poster of her band, which is really cool. Oh, that's I great. I forget what it's called, but it's very, very cool. I love and, that. Uh, yeah. So good for her. Um, but yeah, she grew up wanting to help people. You know, she's a healer at heart. She, um, she takes care of Silva, which is Octane. Like they are very good friends. She tries to keep him out of trouble. Um, yeah. I love Octane's it. Backstory is kind of wild. I'm sure you know about. Hit like, me with it. I know some of it, but like once again, like I'm, it's just yeah. the most surface level thing imaginable. <laughs> so this crazy guy blew off his legs with a with a grenade to wow. win the uh, record time in the gauntlet. Which, if you guys, so if you guys play Titanfall two, the gauntlet was this trial. Like you could try out different weapons, you could try um, whatever abilities you wanted to try and get through this 
trial thing like as fast as you could and it was like a it was like a little course that you could go through notoriously so, next to impossible to get the highest score in that by the way i tried for many many hours not yeah not good enough at the game for that so a couple of years ago someone found out the best way to do it was to cook a grenade basically hold it in your hand as long as you could throw it behind you have that momentum launch you forward and then they would go through the course and that's how they broke the record Great. and so this this backstory with um octane was a nod to that player and because Octane Genius. was running the gauntlet and that's the gauntlet it, it, it was so I love cool it. To, to see them like give they love their community so much you can tell in the way that they build these stories the way that they bring back like little snippets so yeah that's octane's backstory and um, that's it, really it's cool very cool yeah. That's really I had no idea about that. See, I, I knew that like he blew up his legs. A, I didn't know that it was because <laughs> of the gauntlet, which is already great. And the fact that they tied it into an event that happened in the game in real life is is really, really cool. Like I love that they managed to make a story out of that, you know? Yeah, he he, he caught his uh running tips from a streamer, so <laughs> nice. There you go. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> great. You gotta love it. Let me see. Uh I'm thinking if there's any other characters that jump to mind me that i'm like man i want to know more about them it's like again a, a thing that i really appreciate about apex is just like how different and vibrant and, and lively all their characters are and i know that mm. they're certainly not the first game to do that i know people love overwatch for for those same reasons i just don't play overwatch but it's it's really really great to see in a game as like a battle royale where you really wouldn't expect to have a lot of personality like for Battle Royale, I would think, you know, Call of Duty Warzone, where it's just, you know, a bunch of military people running around and shooting each other. But <laughs> with with Apex, there's this sense of 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 character that you really don't see anywhere else. Like, obviously, when you're doing your thank you and your quips and, and, and whatnot, but even, even when the characters are sort of talking by themselves, I was playing a game at some point off stream alone. I was playing, I think it was a duos or a trios match. And... I guess because I usually play the game while I'm streaming and I'm and I'm talking, I'm trying to read the chat and talk to chat and talk to my teammates. I never really notice how much the cross chatter there is between the the characters. Like everything that's happening, they're talking back and forth to one another. They're having conversations. Like everything that happens in the game, they're reacting to it, you know, um live per se. And it's really really cool. I don't really see many other games doing that and that's one of the reasons why I've been drawn to the lore and wanting to know more yeah. about it. Uh, like, what was the thing that, like, brought you into the lore? How did you go from, like, being a person who played Apex to being, like, somebody that, like, knows so much about the characters and the backstories and everything else? Or I guess maybe even Titanfall. Like, wherever wherever your journey, like, really, really knowing this stuff, how, how did you start? Um, I don't know, honestly. <laughs> I just, just happened. So... <laughs> Yeah, so the first Titanfall game was the first FPS game that I was like, oh, I get it. I like FPS games now. Mm. So that was the first game that really, like, drew me in. Um, and then Titanfall 2, you know, was just new and better. And it actually had a story. And I just fell in love with the story. Because, like, that campaign was actually one of the best in FPS games so good. I've played. So yeah, good. Yeah, so that just threw me in. Um, and watching other people play, discussing it with other people. Uh, then when Apex dropped, I was I was a little disappointed it wasn't Titanfall three. But then as soon as I started playing, I was like, wait, this is actually good. I I definitely I definitely hated on it a little bit. Fair, you're not the only one. That's okay. 
yeah but but as soon as i played it i was like no this is good this is why like i trust respawn right um and then once i started playing and i just started seeing more similarities um a lot of the grenades like a lot of the grenades weapons and abilities that characters have are taken in our like mashups from titan abilities and different pilot abilities in the games so that's when i started like paying attention to things mm. um and then when they started releasing more cinematics like especially with wraith like her story cinematic that's when i was like oh okay, there's more to this. And I started like looking back through it, trying to see if I could pinpoint any like um, pieces of lore that I could match to Titanfall. Um, you know, like when I saw Wraith was breaking into a Hammond lab, I was like, wait a minute. I know that. That's IMC. That's cool. <laughs> Love it. It's like, wait a minute. The little like light bulbs pop in your brain. You're like, wait a minute. I know what that is. Yeah. That's great. I love that. I love that. Um. Of all of the sort of the, the 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 character introductions, I know you said like Revenant was was a really good one. What was one that either we don't know much about yet, like a character who has like a very uh like unknown backstory, or one that was sort of sort of a letdown? And I'm and I'm asking you this because mm-hmm. the the excitement for Valkyrie and the Apex community, like you can you can feel it. Like people are really, really stoked to play as Valkyrie. And the last character, at least in my view and in my circles, was sort of a flop. Like, um, I not many people love to play as Fuse. Um, <laughs> I didn't see a huge pop for like Fuse's backstory as much as I did for for others like Revenant and stuff. So I'm I'm just sort of interested to see like what what you think about the ups and downs of of the backstories and the characters and stuff. Um, yeah, I I when I saw Fuse's backstory, I was like, okay, cool. He's like a kind of run-of-the-mill fighter turned like i guess freelance fighter now right so I, I was just like this isn't like this isn't really my kind of speed but you know this is cool i can accept that he's you know a part of the legends now because he was kind of just brought in because his um his planet had joined um the syndicate which is actually the same conglomerate that runs the apex games but I so Salvo, the planet that he was from, I, it, that's completely new, so I didn't really know anything about that. Um, so yeah, they just kind of made this whole planet, and he came from there. And we're just like, well, I don't, I don't really know what this means. I don't really know the backstory for Salvo, uh, other than what we have. Um, and then I don't know, Fuse, Fuse didn't seem to get along with the Legends right away because he kind of put all like all those innocent people in danger on his arrival right he was all about Fair. the show and then he almost crashed his ship and killed a bunch of people um but yeah, actually, to start. So, yeah and then halfway during apex season eight maggie comes in and starts messing with all of them because uh she just wants fuse's other arm because she's still mad at him for leaving leaving her and joining the syndicate games or the apex Fair. games yeah so that was actually the the ring circles. If you remember those, the ring fury takeover yes. event. That was her. Like that was her controlling it. That's she, cool. She hacked into the games. Um, yeah. So she she hacked into it, and it's actually interesting. So in in the story, this comics. I actually haven't finished it. I probably should. But um, the premise of this story in this comic was focusing on Fuse and his need to. He wants to protect people from Maggie's uh, Maggie's antics because she's not letting up now that she knows where he is. And so he goes to confront her, and she actually gives him one more chance to come back to her and ditch the Apex Games, but he chooses to stay, and he throws a grenade at her. She's fine, but she's mad. And she – kind of gross fun fact, she has uh, she has Fuse's right, right arm? 
Whatever arm it was that she blew off, she has that yeah. as a trophy next to her bed. Lovely. Very it's, nice yeah. decoration. It's the yeah, new age. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Fun. Okay. Um, yeah, his, his entrance was okay, but I kind of want to know more about Mirage. We just haven't really touched on him. Really? So we don't know much about... That's interesting because Mirage is such a... I don't want to say centerpiece, but like they understand and, and, and Roger Craig Smith is so good at playing Mirage that mm -hmm. Mirage is a, is a super fun character to focus on. And they always sort of run things through Mirage because he's so charismatic and so funny and, 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 and so hilarious. It's interesting that we don't know anything about him. I would have thought that they would have pinned him as like a, as a, as a person to definitely expand on. Yeah. I mean, we got, we got a few comics with him. Um, you know, when Pathfinder thought he had a girlfriend, but he didn't. <laughs> um, but I, I mean, we're, we're slowly expanding on his lore. What we know from so, so far, um, actually, you could get these little audio logs throughout the map on World's Edge. And it, it was Mirage talking to his mom. And his mom actually was this brilliant engineer who actually made him that hollow suit that he wears now. Okay. Um, but when his brothers went off to the war, they never came back and they were considered, uh, you know, killed in action. And his mother kind of just was really sad, like waiting for them. And then she developed Alzheimer's. So now sometimes in, in the audio logs that you can hear, you can actually search for these. Um, you can hear Mirage talking to his mom and then she just kind of forgets who he is. And it's really, really sad. It's this yeah. really sad backstory for this character who seems really happy very like easygoing you know like he has no troubles in the world um so it's really sad to hear um but yeah so i, I want to expand more on that like well, right are, are his brothers really dead like are they just lost out there somewhere maybe like you know i, I want something else to develop for him he deserves a win he deserves <laughs> we gotta give our man a win man yeah see that's that's interesting because again he's such a like a like a great funny you know charismatic character that of course they would give him like the saddest backstory that totally totally yeah. aligns now let me ask you a question that i probably should have asked at the top and is is probably hilariously naive and dumb of me but <laughs> when apex first was like announced and like you know sort of the first rollout of it i sort of remember an idea of like where it fit in the story but I truly like, like, why were the Apex Games forms formed? Like, how did that come to be? What's the origin of Apex Legends as a whole? Because I've asked you about about a bunch of origins as, you know, the character, the legends themselves, but I actually don't really know much about the games. Yeah, so it actually wasn't an Apex. Uh, it wasn't actually Apex the apex arena or the apex games it was called the thunderdome games which if you guys remember that was a part of the original king's canyon map that later fell into the sea because lobo destroyed that part of the map along with skull town which we miss so much rp <laughs> um but yeah so they started as thunderdome games kind of like a i guess like a brawl like a 1v1 brawl sort of thing um blisk actually participated in that so this takes place 30 years after um the frontier war which you know after after Typhon blew up, you know, the weapon was gone. The arc weapon was gone. So there was nothing to fight over anymore. So everyone, like all the different factions kind of disbanded. Um, Blisk didn't have a need for his Apex Predators mercenary group anymore. So I guess he went to fight in the games. And then the Syndicate caught wind of the games that was happening. Because in, in that, um, where, uh, in, in that area, in that city on Kings Canyon and Solus City, that's like the 
biggest sport that everyone watches. Um, and the syndi syndicate caught wind of that, and they're like, hey, let us fund it. And then that's how they turned it into the Apex Games, which is a little bit more, uh, you know, they can fund it. They've got, like, you know, people running advertisements. So yeah. actually, someone someone said that some of Bangalore's lines, which is, like, why she explains what something is all the time, is because maybe she's sponsored and she has to say it for the games so people know what they're using. <laughs> I love that. She's like she has she's like yeah. basically the streamer of the game. She's walking through yes. everything. Love it. <laughs> exactly. Use code Angular for ten percent off. <laughs> <laughs> she has like a like a G Fuel thing in the bottom uh, overlay oh all the time. Yeah, that's her smoke. It's just <laughs> G fuel bottles getting put on the ground and exploding. I love it. I love it. It's sponsored, man. You gotta get your coin. I respect it, Bangalore. I respect it. Oh my god. Now, okay, so question again i feel like i'm asking a bunch of dumb questions that's in the lower i mean i guess that's exactly yeah. what you're here for because i'm i'm totally lost is the lore of the games like is it like hunger games like are these people killing each other because like they're having friendships and they're having all these relationships but then in the game you're shooting them down and murdering them are they is it canon that you're killing these people or is it like a friendly thing i, I truly don't know so I think from I actually tried to ask the devs this because I actually wasn't very sure myself because I was like you get you get banner cards so is it technically like replicas of these people like is it like is it a simulation sort of thing and I th I think that's kind of what they settled on. Mm. Um, if you want, you can choose to fight each other like one on one, like you you know face to face. But in in the games, I do believe it is some sort of like um, replicating system. So Got it. You're not actually murdering, like, it's not like, okay, sorry, Lifeline, you're dead now. Yeah, yeah, like, you're, you're out of the games. Out of the games, that's it. You're dead. That was fun. <laughs> yeah. And then in season 10, she shows up and she's talking to somebody. It's like, how did this happen? I thought she, I yeah. thought we killed her. Okay. That makes a lot more sense. Cause that's the one part that I was like, I, I don't know, I don't know how that fits in. But yeah, don't take my word on it. But I think that's from what I understood with talking somewhere to around them. that. I think that's, yeah, I think that's what it is. Okay. Fair, fair, fair. Uh, if I were to ask you, like, what's your favorite little piece of trivia of, like, Apex or whatever trivia, or or just one that um, pops out to you, what would you give me? Trivia. Or just, like, just like a fun fact, something that you're like, actually, did you know that? Blah, blah, blah. Something that I can tell my friends and impress them with. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have no idea. I mean. That's a fair, that's a fair answer. I'm throwing you, a lot on your plate. For this, for this, oh, 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 okay. So Nessie, um, this, this, this little, this little guy. Yes. Um, has been around since Titanfall 1. So it's not, it, she's not just been in Apex. Uh, she's been around in Titanfall 1. I don't know. It just started off as like a little dev joke. They actually, if you go into one of the maps, um, you can see a Nessie in a toilet, which is really funny. Great. Um, yeah, so she's been around for a really long time. Uh, if you punch all of the Nessies on uh, King's Canyon in the right order, you can actually summon a giant Nessie out of the sea, which is great. Why not? I've yet to do it. I've yet to do it because like it, it takes a while and you have to I'm sure. the map. But yeah, that's, Why not? So that's a cool like little piece of in-game thing. I um, like that. Lore-wise... We all almost got a caustic almost destroyed a whole city, uh, Solus City next to King's Canyon. Jeez. Um, so this season they introduced the caustic takeover town or town takeover, and within that, if you go into a secret room, you can only access it as caustic or Watson. Uh, but basically, um, ever since season five, caustic has kind of shown his true colors, and he was found to be lying. 
uh, to Watson, who he actually is like a father figure, like an uncle figure to Watson. Okay. Um, because their fathers were very close since they were both like scientists. Um, so he would sometimes watch over her and he considers her almost like his, his daughter or niece. Uh, so she, she's very close to him. And it turns out that she found out that he was lying to her about cer certain things and was working with Revenant, who she despises because he's like a terrible person. And Watson's like the nicest person ever. So yeah, uh, they have a falling out. Then Costa kind of turns to his dark side. And what we see in that water treatment takeover is him experimenting his like gas structure. He's like strengthened it somehow. And if you go into that room with the lore, you can see that he's planning out an attack on Solus City, which Solus City is right next to Kings Canyon. Kings Canyon is just a small arena space, and Solus City is a big space. Um, Got it. Yeah, and that's actually, and he decided to plan a major. He was going to commit, like, it, it was going to be bad. It was, it was gonna bad. Be bad. Sounds like mass murder yeah. there. It's not good. Yeah. Yeah, Caustic uh, never seemed like a good guy, so <laughs> fair. No, he killed his co-workers because they said hey no more experimentation and he said okay i'll just i'll just you'll just i'll just die then <laughs> that's not nice that's not a nice yeah. thing to do um but it turns out according to a twitter post from respawn that expanded on the lore through comics uh watson ended up getting to him she tried to talk to him uh she was about to turn her back on him but then he started coughing which is due to all of his experimentation with gas and stuff and it reminded her of her father when he got sick so she started reaching out to him more, and she went through his gas chamber to talk to him, and that's kind of what uh, snapped him out of it. He realized he still does care for Watson, and you know he'll he's like, well, okay, I guess I'll I guess I'll hold off for at least her. Guess I won't kill it's, a it's bunch a of people. Sweet, you know what? Yeah, yeah, it's a very sweet like relationship, I guess. Yeah, She's a little messed up, but sweet. Now. I like yeah, that. But but yeah, he almost commi committed a, a mass, mass, mass murder, genocide. So. That wouldn't have been fun. <laughs> yeah. That wouldn't have been. That wouldn't have, wouldn't have so. been good. Don't feel great about playing as a guy who's committed mass genocide. You know, it's like Ooh. yeah, he's very comfortable with who he is, and I'm just like, mm, this is awkward. Yeah. That's how I feel every time I play Revenant. I'm like, oh man, I'm so mean to people. I don't, I don't mean to be such an ass. You. He doesn't. I hate it. It's the worst. <laughs> I'm just like, I just want to thank my teammates. And he's like, I know. I'm thanking you. <laughs> It's like, I am thanking you. Why are you going to be so mean? I, I always type in chat. I'm just like, no, th thank you. <laughs> no, I, I'm actually grateful. Don't listen to him. Yeah. I appreciate the help. Exactly. So, obviously, with, with, with Season 9, you know, Respawn is, like, showing that they're not only expanding on the lore with, like, the most direct connection to Titanfall that we've seen and, you know, they're, they're doing things like they're making Titanfall free to play, I think, until, like, today. Um... And, you know, they're, they're, they're doing a lot of really cool stuff with the lore and with the gameplay as well, where they're introducing arenas now. And I don't know how arenas fit into the lore, but A, I'm super excited to play arenas. Um, what do you want to see, like, moving forward to, like, continue to expand the lore and maybe even the possibility of, like, a Titanfall 3? And I know all of us are collectively hoping for Titanfall 3. Um, like, wh what do you want to see going forward, like, expanding with the lore and with the story or maybe even tell a titanfall story through apex legends because it's it's clear that their their goals for for apex is to continue to expand beyond battle royale and that's kind of been a tagline this season and i would hope that they continue to do that and put a single player campaign in at one point but but, but what are your like hopes story-wise lore-wise and gameplay-wise for the for the future of apex and in the titanfall universe 
Yeah. So, hmm. I'm trying to weigh like how much I want Titanfall three and also how much I want Apex to develop because you know the more the more that Apex develops, I don't know if a Titanfall three could take place after the events of Apex. Mm. Maybe it takes place during the events. Uh, there's like a weird timeline thing that they would have to figure out, but they have really good writers, so I'm sure they could. Um, I don't know. I, I'm more curious about so Titanfall three would definitely have to expand on BT because BT was known to be alive. So the very first day that Titanfall two was launched, people actually crack the code. There's a Morse code that BT, that uh, Jack Cooper's helmet sends out, which is from BT, and it says, uh, "Trust me," and that's from BT. So he's still alive somewhere. Like he's still operating somewhere. Oh, that's great. Um, I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, so yeah, so it's been confirmed. Um, but th there's been nothing for years, right? There's been nothing because it's it's been Apex. So then in Valkyrie's uh, fact page on Respawn's uh, on EA, they actually have a picture of Valkyrie holding her dad's helmet, but behind her is BT's arm. Which in the in the boss fight, if you remember, Viper tore off one of BT's arms, so that's presumably one of his arms in the crash. Very cool. So that Very was kind cool. of a nice little tie back, and I'm just like, man, it just reminded me. I was like, BT's still out there somewhere. And Jack Cooper is probably still alive. Like, you know, it's only been 30 years. I'm sure he's he's probably like an older man now. But like, you know, right. if Blisk is alive, like Jack Cooper's alive. He can figure it out. He'll He's hanging yeah. out. So I think it'd be really cool if we see Jack Cooper come back for Titanfall 3 or maybe even Apex. Like maybe just a little, just a little glimpse. I don't know. Because they brought back Ash. And mm. she's running the arena games now because... So she and Blisk uh, used to work together, so now he pulled her away because he was like, hey, I need some help with stuff. Um, and she took over. She wanted to create the arena games because she felt that the legends were in it just for the glory, like the, the fame, the glamour. She's like, no, this, this should be about who's the best, mm. which makes sense because, you know, arenas, it's really about your gunfighting skills. Right. Um, so now she thinks that the legends have gone soft. So now this is like just to the death. Like she's just like, I don't care. I'd like whoever's the best, like you guys figure it out. Yeah. Um, yeah. So she's back, but also I want them to expand on. So for Apex, I want them to expand on her story because she originally left Titanfall, um, like we defeated her, but after that she was rebuilt and she decided to leave to figure out what happened with her, pa like what her past was, like who she is. So once you're a simulacrum pilot, once you've been reassembled so many times, you do forget parts of your memories and so she mm. wanted to go back and uh figure that out but I, I don't think we ever heard more about her past so that'd be kind of cool if they could fill in that blank uh um, yeah yeah that's really really cool i love that through like really one game that did story they have so much like the timefall universe has had three entries and only one of them had a single player campaign and there's still so much there um and apex has obviously expanded it being so so successful and having such such rich like characters and, and backstories and whatnot, but did I don't know if you know, I mean I know I know that you were saying that you played a lot of, of Titanfall One. Did that start it? Like was there a lot of lore behind Titanfall One? Um, yeah, there was. It it established the start of the Frontier War. It established the militia versus the IMC. Um I'm I'm not gonna lie, I don't remember a whole lot of it. Um there were a lot of Fair. I think Battle of Demeter was one of the big ones that was kind of changed, that changed the tide, but nothing like really big happened because you had to play all the campaign uh, multi multiplayer missions 
like in order to really get the story. And yeah. that was kind of confusing to me. It was very hard for me to follow. Uh, so when Titanfall 2 came out, I was like, oh, I get it. This, this is way easier. So I yeah. just play the game and it tells me a story and we're good to go. A lot easier. Yeah. Do you think do you think there's a chance? Because there's been obviously a lot of chatter about that of maybe they won't do a full blown Titanfall 3, but they can easily do an Apex Legends just main like single player campaign at some point with a season that maybe you pay. Do you think there's a possibility of them going that way? And, you know, with arenas being the first time that they introduce a whole new mode that has nothing to do with Battle Royale, do you see expansions coming that way or do you see a different entry in the Titanfall universe in the future? I could definitely see them doing that since they might not necessarily be able to pull in the tit- the Apex characters into the Titanfall story. Um, I don't know. They're so closely tied now uh, because... I mean, how do you how do you continue one without acknowledging the other, right? Right. Like Apex has continued to acknowledge Titanfall, so I think maybe again, I I don't know how it would work. Um, I I definitely think that they could come out with a sto- single story mission for uh, Apex. I mean, they tried with the very first um, what's it called the very first quest. So the quest yeah. was originally like you know you go in alone or with two other friends party up and you go in and complete like a bunch of these missions they were a little repetitive they weren't anything like super um super flashy but i think they were definitely trying to test it Mm. uh so i think it could be a good experience but i think a lot of people want that multiplayer experience that they're missing now that's true it's not a lot of people play titanfall 2 multiplayer except for this weekend this weekend people were popping off there and i'd love to see it people were playing it i know happy didn't it like skyrocket to like 350 percent like it's it was like a ridiculous amount like that they had like thirty thousand people on at one point which is really that's great i love that i love that i mean Titanfall multiplayer is one of the best multiplayer modes that there is it's so smooth so it's great it's so 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 good and I do. Okay, so a lot of people obviously have have said this before and you know, I I'm sure I'm not the first to speculate it or or think about it, but I just want at some point whether it's it's a limited edition mode or something like the arenas, I want to have Titans at some point. And everybody's been asking for that literally since Apex came out. And obviously you can't add Titans to the Battle Royale cuz that's sort of going to kill the whole thing but i want titans so bad stella i just i love i love the idea of just calling your titan and and going crazy and i i'm sure they've had to have that conversation to respawn a lot and i hope that at some point they 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 give the people what they want you know yeah uh uh, this one's always like, I, of course, like as a Titanfall fan, I'm just like, yeah, I would love Titans, but it, it just wouldn't work with the balancing of the Battle Royale. And unless totally. they made like a, hmm, I don't know, if, if they made a separate mode, that would basically just be the Titanfall 2 multiplayer. So I'm just, I'm I'm always torn. I'm just like, well, I understand their feelings. Like, I understand like how it wouldn't really be logical, but like, you know, maybe some, some little like nod to Titans would be nice. <laughs> that'd be great that'd be great just call yeah. just drop a mode for like a week or two that's called prepare for titanfall everybody loses their mind game of the but year it's, it's once all just again valkyrie you can only pick valkyrie that's it it's just it's just like 60 valkyries all flying in the air shooting at each other i mean yeah she's she's basically the closest thing to a titan that we can get right now I mean, that's very true 
<laughs> I mean, she has Titan. She has Titan like jetpacks and stuff. She's basically half Titan. So, yep. There you go. There's that. Do you have any? So before we wrap it up, do you have anything else that is huge on the lore that I should know that I'm missing that I don't know? Hmm. Not really. Uh, there is. Let's see. So I'm still discovering. I'm still trying to uncover this as well. But uh, with the new season, there's actually these abandoned ships that are docking at Olympus. And now there's a parasitic plant that's taking over the map. Um, so we'll see that I once did not we know drop that. into the new map. That's cool. Mm -hmm. um, so it's, it'll be changing the layout. Uh, and I want to know where those ships are from because that plant is actually very similar to a plant found on one of the multiplayer maps in Titanfall 2. Uh, and I believe in one of the, like, I, I think it's one of the, like, fact sheets or something that you can see it on. But you could see a scientist talking about this parasitic plant. So I'm wondering, is it from that? Is it from that planet? If so, like, what what do they have planned for this story? Because this has to be, like, the next story point. Like, how right. do they explain this? I love so, that. So, yeah, a, a lot of fans are debating on whether or not it's this remnant fleet, which is actually the fleet that ash was gonna go run off to uh and join at the end of titanfall 2 so we're just like well i guess we'll have to find out we have no idea we just know it's here <laughs> I, lo I love that and i fortnite obviously was like sort of one of the pioneers for this but i love 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 that we have these games where like things are happening in real time to the map and it's a mystery and 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 Warzone does this to a degree too. I remember when they were doing the bunkers and everybody was trying to figure out the codes and see what was in the bunker. I, I love it, it. Things like that are so unique to video games. And now in this like battle royale thing, it's it sort of just reminds me of like when you were kids and you'd be like, "Dude, do you know of that it, on GTA? If you go on top of the um, on top yeah. of the <laughs> bridge, you're gonna find this thing." You're like, "What? No way!" And you go home and you yeah. try to do it. It's it. it it brings those vibes back, but it's like it as as a communal experience, and I just love that. I love. I didn't know that there was a, a parasitic plant at, in Olympus, but now I I know it. And next time I see it, I'm gonna be like, "That's great! I can't wait to find out what that is." Yeah, if you play if you play tonight, um, it, it'll be your last chance to look in the sky in the dropship. Look around; you'll see like a fleet of ship in the distance, and oh. then tomorrow they'll be here. They'll be in the map. So love it. Yeah, love it. Love it so much. I can't wait for tomorrow. I'm super excited for for yeah. season nine to come out and to play as Valkyrie and to see everything that comes out. By the time that this podcast comes out, it'll be season nine would have come out yesterday. So by the time the listeners are watching and I'll be playing, I'll be streaming. I'm sure you'll be too, Estella. Yes, can't wait. I'm so excited. Can't wait. <laughs> for the people at home, where can people find you if they don't know where to find you, Stella? Uh, I stream, uh, well, yeah, after hours, after work hours, I stream every day at twitch.tv slash ParallaxStella. You can also find me on Twitter uh, at ParallaxStella and Instagram. It's the real ParallaxStella because someone's sitting on my username. But yeah, that's where you can find Fair. me. There you go. That's it. And if you didn't know at home, this is one big topic. It was a show where I, Martin Abro, select a topic. I'm the person I believe would be perfect to discuss that topic with. It goes live every single you. Wednesday on youtube.com slash martyrnotbros for the video version or the audio version you can search on your favorite podcast and platforms out there and I'm also live on twitch.tv slash martyrnotbros three to four times a week a lot of the time it's playing Apex so if you enjoy this <laughs> just hang out just hang out Stella thank you so much for coming on the show and talking to me about Apex Legends for nearly an hour That this was a delight <laughs> yeah 
I've so learned easy. a lot. I, I love talking about Apex, so anytime. <laughs> it's great. It's great. You're like you're like a beautiful mind when it comes to to, to Apex Legends, <laughs> and I love it. Yeah, that's, that's the one game that I'm like fully engrossed in. So. Absolutely, absolutely. I, I feel like I should have taken notes the whole time. I feel like I missed out by not taking oh, notes, no. but <laughs> but thank you again. It was it was great to have you. Yeah, of course. Thank you for having me. Of course, and we'll see you all next time. <laughs> Take care.